Psalm 138, I want to read these two verses, the first two verses. And there's a lot more preaching out of this passage of Scripture, but I saw three things as I looked in the first two verses to be able to encourage us uh, throughout this time. Verse 1 says, I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy love and kindness and for thy truth, for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. And as we go into this week, I want to, I want to encourage us with these three thoughts that I believe that God would be pleased with, I believe that God will help us with. And the first thing I see is in verse number one is the desire that David had, but not just the desire, but the amount, if I can say, put it that way, the energy or the completeness when he says, I will praise thee with my whole heart. And asking God to be able to help us not just to enter into our relationship with Him, not just throughout the week of revival, but in our daily walk with God, that we're just not approaching our relationship with God half-heartedly. That we're putting our whole heart into it. As He says here, I will praise Thee with my whole heart. When's the last time that we can honestly say, that in our praise to the Lord or our thankfulness to Him or our relationship with Him, that it was actually with our whole heart and we held nothing back. It would be like those times when you hear someone singing and they may not be able to carry a tune in a five-gallon bucket, but they are literally from the depths of their heart putting everything into that song that they're singing because they're not singing it to pastor. They're not singing it to anybody else, but they're just letting it rip out before the Lord and putting their whole heart into it. Now you say, yeah, they ought to practice a little bit more to be able to get it right. I'd rather have them put their whole heart into it. I'd rather have them have something to be able to honor the Lord with and say, Lord, I may not be able to have anything else, but you've got my heart and my whole heart. I'm not holding anything back. I'm not holding this deepest, darkest crevice that nobody else knows about, but I will praise you with my whole heart. We already read down through this passage of scripture where David said, though I walk in the midst of trouble, but yet before he said, though I walk in the midst of trouble, he said, I'm going to praise him with my whole heart. Because our praise to the Lord is something that, listen, nobody, no matter what circumstance or situation we're in, nobody can take that away from us. Our whole heart. But then second of all, he says in verse number two, I will worship. Now don't get nervous right now, but worship is still a Bible word. Worship is still a Bible word that is not just a private thing that takes place, but is a public and corporate thing that takes place. But I believe that a public and corporate worship is, is and should just be a result of our private worship to the Lord. That we ought to be worshiping Him. You say, what is true worship? What is the definition of worship? It actually comes from the statement of worth-ship. And we're literally just showing the Lord how much he is worth 
to us. You say, well, pastor, I'm against that praise and worship stuff. Well, you better get over it because in the first two verses, he said, I will praise and I will worship. He covers both of them in the first two verses. And he's encouraging us to do so. You say, well, and listen, Bible believers had praise and worship long before this Pentecostal crowd had praise and worship. I'm all for praise and worship. It's all through the Bible. In fact, praising God is the number one command that's been given over and over and over throughout the scriptures is to praise him and we are to worship him. We are to show him what he is worth to us. Let me ask you something. If if God were to be called as a witness on your life, just like we looked at that it was said about the apostle Paul's life that God is my witness, God is my record, that if God were to be standing here, and I'll, I'll point Brendan out. He's a good friend of mine. He won't get mad at me. But if God were to be called as a witness and we were to say, God, what does Brendan think about you? Without him saying anything, God, what does Brendan think about you? How much are you worth to Brendan? I wonder what God would say if it was me. How much are you worth to Peter Chamberlain? Well, he don't show me I'm worth much. Hey, let's get it down. Let's get it down real simple. You say, I'm having a hard time connecting with that. What if I asked your spouse, how much are you worth to him? Well, by the way, they talk to me, not much. There's too many heads shaking right now. Y'all need to sit still. Don't move. <laughs> Well, by what they do around the house, I'm not worth that much. What if God were to be asked, how much are you worth to Peter Chamberlain? I wonder if he could sell every day. He worships me. We spend time. It's, it's almost like I'm a God in his life. Wouldn't that be wonderful if that's what God thought about us? Oh, he shows me his value. Boy, I, I gave him a book to be able to read, and there's not a day that goes by that Peter doesn't open that book because he cherishes it so much. That's what I'm worth to him. Oh, when he has an opportunity and, and there's a, a chance to be able to sing praises up to me, and God would say, now he can't carry a note worth anything, but when he's by himself, boy, he's just singing my praises. I'm just worth something to him. And I wonder if the Lord would be saying that about us. I wonder if he'd say that about our church. Would he be accepting our worship up to him? Now, listen, I believe we do that in our singing. I believe we do that in our testimonies. I believe we do that in our giving. I believe we do that in our response to the message and to the word of God that he gives to us. Our worship. We see our whole heart. We see our worship. But then he says at the end of the verse... He says, for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. And I wonder these three things, where do they hold an importance of our whole heart being into it, our worshiping to the Lord, and the importance of the word of God in our lives? Now, let me encourage us on this. If any of those need revival, that's what we need this week. I'm not against worshiping the Lord. 
Now, sometimes, listen, there'll be some people that worship the Lord a little different than what you and I do. We've been in some meetings. I'm picking on Miss Dale today. We've been in some meetings, haven't we? Down in Alabama. I'm not sure all of it was worship, but there was some of it down there that was worship, wasn't there, Zeke? I mean, there was a little bit that was worship. Brother Nate, there was a little there, there was some of it was worship down there. And I'm thinking, you're worshiping the Lord a little different than what I am. They didn't pull out the snakes. Don't worry. Okay, they didn't. I didn't make sure I'm getting that settled. They didn't do that. I'm saying they worshiped the Lord a little bit different, man. They had their hands up while they were singing. I know. Man, I mean, it was just different. But I thought, you know, and I've seen some, listen, with their whole heart. Man, they put everything into it. And I say, you know, I don't completely understand that, but I want to put my whole heart into it just like they are. I want God to have my whole heart. Let me ask you something in these areas. Going into this week, our whole heart, are we wholeheartedly in for God or are we just kind of on the peripheral? Or are we all in? God, you've got my whole heart, Every everything. God, you got my heart. What about our worship to him? Or do we start get, stepping back saying, no, you start mentioning that worship. Worship's a Bible word. It's a Bible word. Now, boy, I've been meditating on this statement all week. Had nothing to do with this message this afternoon. But I've been meditating on this subject matter all week long. Don't let someone else misusing the scriptures or preaching it wrong keep you from allowing to hear it preached right. And there's just several instances and just several situations that I could apply that to. What I'm talking about is someone preached it and practiced it wrong 20 years ago. Don't let that hinder you from hearing it preached right today. But we close it right off. No, don't want to hear that preached. I heard that and they did it wrong 20 years ago. Hey, just because they may attempt and worship and do it wrong doesn't mean we ought not to approach the subject and worship our Savior. But then where's the importance of the Word of God in our lives? Because He has magnified His Word above all His name. Psalm 138, whole heart, worship, and Word. Boy, remember those three things in those two verses. That'll sure help uh, revive us according to verse number 7 when we get down there, okay?